Hello everyone, I'm your host Mariana and you're listening to A Degree Farther, the official podcast of the Graduate School at Hood College, where we feature current students, alumni and faculty who are innovators on our campus and in our community. We are in our third episode of the spring semester, talking today with two amazing women that are part of the doctoral programs at Hood College. They are going to share the specific dissertation research that they are doing and their participation at the Academy of Human Resource Development of 2023 conference. First, we have Dr. Carrie Johnson, who is a double blazer, having two degrees from Hood College and the most recent being her doctoral degree in organizational leadership. Carrie has been part of the veterinary field for over 15 years. Her time as a veterinary nurse led her into management and leadership positions, culminating in her current position supporting a group of over 100 veterinary hospitals in business strategy. Her dissertation research focused on the relationship between compassion fatigue with anxiety and depression, and the moderating effect of compassion satisfaction. Through her research, Dr. Johnson hopes to make a positive change in the veterinary community to promote wellness and the importance of solid organizational culture. And we are also with Megan Prophet, who is known in her doctoral court as Rabbit. So we're gonna call her Rabbit today. And Rabbit's educational background is in biochemistry and engineering, holding master's degrees in these files and also an MBA. She has worked in both the public and private sector, specializing in drug therapy development. Rabbit is currently pursuing a doctorate of business administration at Hood College with a research focus on LGBTQ plus employee engagement. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to follow us and turn on notifications for next episodes. With no more to say, here they are, Kari and Megan. Hi, Carrie and Megan. How are you today? Thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, I'm so excited about this conversation. Thank you so much for having us. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Yes, thank you. This is really uh, something special. Yeah. Um, well, Megan, I'm, I think I'm going to start uh, calling you Rabbit from now. I know. Yes. <laughs> so we'll do it like this. Um, so we can start talking uh, about your, yourself, about your uh, career and educational background. Uh, I don't know who wants to start. You can go first, Rabbit, if you would like. Sure. So my educational background is in biochemistry and engineering, and I hold master's degrees in both of those fields, including an MBA. I've worked in both the public and private sectors, um, and I specialize in drug therapy development, and I'm currently pursuing a doctoral of business administration at Hood College, and my research focus is on LGBTQ plus employee engagement. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of experience and and a lot of uh like different different types of studies um together. I, I yeah. feel like very from science to business and a little bit, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can we can talk a little bit more about that. Um, 
in the forward questions. Carrie? Yeah, so my experience is um, a little bit business and science as well. So it's a good thing we're both on the same episode, I suppose. Um, I started out at Hood for my undergraduate degree in biology, finished that, um, and then I kind of worked through the veterinary field from the time I was very young. Um, and after I graduated, I moved into a practice and worked with them for a little bit and just really um, started to learn a lot of things about how to be a good technician and draw blood and all of your nursing skills that you need. Um, not long after that, I ventured into the emergency and specialty world where really started to understand the need for good, solid leadership and compassionate leadership where you really, truly try to understand the indiv individuals that you're working with. And so as I was in that position, working my way up through the management food chain, um, got my MBA on St. Mary's. And from there, everything kind of took off very quickly. Um, I then went into the doct doctoral program at Hood, um, and I'll be receiving my degree in May in organizational leadership. I defended my dissertation research back in September, and it was focusing on levels of compassion fatigue, mental and mental illnesses of anxiety and depression among veterinary nurses, and then the positive impact that compassion satisfaction can have, or rather the moderating impact um, the compassion satisfaction can have on these um, dynamics that can happen. I find very interesting how um, you go from these, yeah, like engineers, science, biomedical, biology, to the, all the human aspects of of the careers uh i find it very interesting and very important like i i feel like all the professionals should do that and and that's amazing that you that you are working on that like mixing this because sometimes people think that because you study engineer or industrial things or architecture like maybe you, you just have to think in the in the object as the material things. And then when you see, we are all always interacting with human beings. So that's that's very interesting that you are doing that. <laughs> so um, my next question is more about uh, why you decide Hood College for this new step, new um, doctoral program. Sure. So on paper, I chose Hood because of its structure. And when I think about traditional doctoral programs, students align their dissertation research with that of faculty interests. Mm -hmm. But Hood was different for me because the structure is where students get to choose their dissertation topics based on their research interests. And while you're getting that faculty support, in the end, your dissertation, your research and beyond is really an impact that can be made within your own organization or in your community. And so before joining, I had really heard a lot about how Hood College is a supportive environment. And I admit that I didn't fully believe it until that moment where I actually felt it. And for me, this there was this support from the faculty and the student cohorts that I wasn't 
really anticipating. And so it wasn't, after all, this recruitment propaganda. In reality, when I think about my doctoral program and my doctoral cohort, I actually talk to and spend time with these individuals outside of class time. And while that kind of sounds like a little bit of a dreamland, um, it hasn't always been rainbows and lollipops. It's a lot of hard work, uh, giving up my Saturdays, my weekends, coming home from my day job, and then having to start my schoolwork. That that hasn't always been really that easy. Um, but behind you is this incredible support. And I've been so lucky to have not just my cohort, but the cohorts that have come before me like Carrie and they we, we we lean on each other in a way and the faculty actually takes time to support your research interests and so for that I'd pick this program again and again it's been a really rewarding experience absolutely yeah. echo those those statements I think I chose hood because it was one I'm in the Frederick community and two it's home um, I spent many years there, many late nights there, and the dynamic has definitely switched for me in that I was no longer kind of an undergraduate student, more mature in the workforce for a while and really needing a place that will push me um, to really make a positive contribution in the community that I am in, in the veterinary world. And um, being able to be supportive, I know that we can lean on each other. We can lean on our cohort in and of itself, and then the entire infrastructure, I think, of the doctoral program, and even just pulling in different individuals from different departments to be on your committee, truly um, in enforces the fact that um, it is a supportive environment and they really want to see people succeed and make positive contributions. Yeah, yeah. Um... We definitely, as human beings, uh, improve better with a good environment, like environment that, um, how I can say, it? yeah, like support us to, to get the best of us. And I feel like hood is definitely this this environment. So it's so nice that you, that you say it. And and I also wanna like say congratulations because yeah, I understand that you're in the end of this process and. I can imagine uh, that how hard it can be. Like when I think in people that is doing doctorate, I'm like, well, <laughs> that's another level. <laughs> um, so congratulations, because as you say it, Ravi, that uh, I I can imagine it. It was a uh, not all all very rainbows, uh, but but you did it, and now you are you're achieving your goals and and. Also, the next question goes to your experience, the experience that you have in the Academy of Human Resource Development 2023, the conference. Um, so congratulations about that also, um, because it's very excited. Uh, so if you if you want to talk about that, like the experience and the research that you present there, um, yeah, like that experience that wow <laughs> it it was such an amazing experience to be there um a little bit scary honestly um to present to so many people and 
as I was going through my classes and I would read this literature by these giants and here they were in the audience listening to your presentations. And so it made, it seems so real and so scary at the same time um, to be there. Um, so the conference itself at, at the culmination of my first year of doctoral studies, I submitted a manuscript to the Academy of Human Resource Development and I prevent, presented this at their uh, conference this year in 2023. And what it is is a conceptual framework on LGBTQ plus employee engagement. Uh, so I should probably um, define what a conceptual framework is for our audience. Uh, basically, it's used to show relationships among formal theories, concepts, and empirical findings from the literature and relate that to your research topic of interest. Mm -hmm. And so in presenting this conceptual framework, what I was attempting to do was visualize to the audience what I thought was going on, identifying based on the literature, what support at the individual and organizational levels is necessary to promote employee engagement of the LGBTQ plus workforce. And currently I'm taking what I presented and turning that into my research. So I'm in the process of developing research questions, the hypotheses and creating my design to operationalize this framework. And while it has modified a bit from the time that I first wrote this approximately six months ago to now, uh, what I aim to do is understand quantitatively what support is necessary to drive employee engagement of the LGBTQ plus workforce. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was like in a opposite way, like you start, you didn't start from the research. Now you're doing Correct. it. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this was just sort of visualizing a model, if you will of what I thought was going on. And I will be conducting my research within the next year to see how well that model relates to reality. Oh, okay. And can I ask you, um, like, what, what are your hypotheses? So those have not been fully developed. So I'm in the process right now of writing the dissertation. Uh, this is very early. Uh, my chapter one, which is an introduction to the studies. And so uh, stay tuned. Um, <laughs> maybe ask me in about a year and I'll probably have a more defined um, response to what my question, my research questions are, what those hypotheses are, and how I plan to demonstrate um, that research. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're gonna keep that in mind, and maybe you we can like do this in a year to see what you find. What, yeah, because um, I'm very curious. <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> so, um, good luck with that. Thank you. Um, and Carrie, I think I Carrie, you are like you already finished your your research. That's right. That is correct. Um, I defended my dissertation back in 
um, September. As far as presenting at the conference, this is my second time presenting with them. Last year, I presented a poster. This was right around the time that I had kind of just gotten my study solidified and he started getting some results in and really didn't know what I was going to find. <laughs> um, and so I think both times, both last year and this year, it was a really supportive experience. Um, I would say that the individuals that attend this conference truly want to see others thrive and really want to ask the good questions. And they're not questions to challenge you. It's questions to help you grow um, and support you and figure out how to make your study better. And I think that's a really good way to kind of approach any conversation um, that you have with an academic uh, for sure is, you know, what, what can we do to make this better and help more people? Um, so my study, if you would like kind of a quick review of what that was, um, I did a quantitative research study using cross-sectional survey techniques and targeted populations of veterinary nurses in the U.S. and Canada. So essentially what I did is I measured one specific point in time and a survey was sent out. And I used um, pre-existing scales that are well validated within this field and several other fields, um, counseling literature, uh, mental wellness literature, and um, even like human nursing, those types of things to measure um, compassion fatigue, anxiety and depression and compassion satisfaction. Compassion fatigue then further breaks down into two separate um, distinct components, burnout and secondary traumatic stress. And what I really wanted to do was be able to provide evidence of compassion fatigue and what it's really like to work day to day within a veterinary field, what it's like to be a veterinary nurse and how these types of conditions can lead to more serious um, mental illnesses of anxiety and depression. And of course, in the, the research world, we always want to kind of figure out, okay, yes, we found this out. It's horrible. What do we do about it? So that's why I added in um, compassion satisfaction as the positive effects of caregiving as a moderating variable. And as I said before, compassion fatigue breaks down into two separate components, burnout and secondary traumatic stress. The interesting aspect of it is compassion satisfaction will not moderate any um, relationships between burnout with anxiety or depression, but it will moderate with secondary traumatic stress. So it's an interesting dynamic to kind of see how these things play into what it's like to be a veterinary nurse. You can have a person who is overly satisfied with their job, but if you're overworking them, underpaying them, they're really not having a good quality of work life. They're still going to be burnt out and not produce good work or be able to take care of your patients effectively. So I think that was my goal um, with this study for sure. And I'm hoping that it continues to gather some momentum throughout the field. Yeah, it's, it's hard to take care of others if you don't take care of yourself first. Um, And what, like, can you say a little bit like a brief resume of what you found? Yeah, so um, what I found was the population had a, or the sample rather, had a really a pretty high rate of compassion fatigue, um, about a moderate rate of anxiety and depression. But the interesting thing was they actually had higher compassion satisfaction than they did compassion fatigue. And breaking compassion fatigue out into those two components, you know, they each have their own reported level. 
and they can be both satisfied and burnt out or be have compassion satisfaction and also still have compassion fatigue so it's interesting to know that these things can exist um, at the same time so it kind of challenges I think both me and other leaders in the field to figure out what can we do about this to truly make our hospitals a good place to work um, and if our employees aren't taking care of themselves or if we don't take care of them um, certainly they're not going to be able to save our animal patients that we want them to save so um, that's kind of a very brief synopsis of an entire year's work but um, <laughs> it's on um, uh, ProQuest if you would like to read it <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, if you if you can share both of you, um, well, Rabbit, you still working on on it, but uh, we will. I'm yes, sure we'll, and we will talk about that <laughs> later. My paper has been published in the the conference proceedings, so I can certainly share that with you. Not yeah. a problem. Yeah, please, if you both can share, um, yeah, all these, so I can put it like in the. A podcast caption and so we can share it with everybody that listen to this that would be great because it sounds both of them so sounds really interesting um and important very useful for for counseling um so well thank you so much i i was like wow <laughs> everything is interesting i wanna ask a lot of questions um like more deep about the um research but I will be happy to read them. Um, and and it's very interesting what you found. I was not expecting it, but yeah, not not everything is white or black. There's a lot of gray in the middle. So so that's that's very nice. And and definitely I'm completely agree uh, that we need to take care of ourselves to to be able to take care of others and especially about talking about animals that they are so vulnerable. Um, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for for taking the time and for speaking with me. Um, I would like to close the conversation talking a, a little bit more like about uh, a little bit more about you and maybe if you have like a fun fact that it could be about the research or anything of, of your personal life or anything you want to share with us to close. <laughs> Yeah, so while my social life doesn't look nearly the same as it did a few years ago, I still take time for volunteering to combat food insecurity. That's a core value about me, and that's really important. Um, some fun facts. Uh, my ride-or-die support outside of the hood community are my two fur babies, Mr. Remerford and Longnail Pepperskin, and, and my best friend. My best friend's name is Fox. So you have Fox and Rabbit. It's an unlikely pair, but uh, we we work really well together. And that's that's sort of my who I go to. And I just, you know, I don't know where to go forward with my dissertation work. Um, and to ward off stress, I bake like a lot. It, it's cathartic to me. If you dangle a chocolate cake, I can't say no. That, that's probably my one weakness in life. <laughs> me too <laughs> uh, 
Um, I am starting to get back into having a social life after the program has finished and catching up on sleep. But um, outside of all of those good things, I really like to hike, um, spend time outside. I have three dogs. Um, I have one named Ember Squid, um, one named Wafer James, and then um, the last one's name is Sindel, and she's a golden retriever puppy who does not yet have a middle name. Um and I guess my overall fun fact of what really got me into the veterinary field is when I was five years old, my grandmother and I um, found a turtle that was injured when we were on a walk in the woods. And my grandmother was a very savvy woman and she's like, well, let's just take it home. Um, and so we nursed this turtle back to health. And um, I came home from summer camp one day and it had escaped its enclosure and was healed apparently and left <laughs> yeah yeah when you connect you connect <laughs> that's uh thank you so much thank you so much i really enjoy um talking with you uh and and i i really feel like a lot of admiration for what you you're doing and what you're achieving and it's like um a motivation <laughs> you can do it <laughs> it's possible <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing about you about your professional um research and professional experience but also about these uh fun facts that are very <laughs> fun <laughs> so yeah thank you thank you and i look forward to to talk about other things in in maybe other episode and for sure i'm gonna have you in mind rabbit <laughs> to know what happened with that research thank you so much for having us it's nice to be able to share to the wider hood community um, so thank you yes thank you so much i really appreciate it that was a this was a great experience and i'm really glad to share this research with a lot of people um, through this platform. And to, I think to all of those that are starting about thinking about starting a doctoral journey or any academic journey in general, um, if you're getting tripped up and you're having a hard time, never forget why you started and always have that be your mm. center. Thank you for saying that. Yes, come join us. It's a lot of fun. It's hard work, but it's it's so worth it in the end. This has been really a wonderful ride. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to A Degree Further, the official podcast of the Graduate School at Hood College, where we help you go further in your life, in your career, and in your community. Be sure to tune in next time and to catch up on all the latest episodes. Visit hood.edu slash a degree further. I'm your host, Mariana, and thank you so much for listening.